One of the questions I love asking in the midst of a conversation is, what's a book that has inspired you? What's a book that has made you rethink certain aspects of life or possibly motivated you to accomplish some sort of task or goal? I believe that books, whether delivered in the physical form or the audio form, are truly the key to thought, and thought can lead to action. I will persist until I succeed. I was not delivered into this world into defeat, nor does failure course in my veins. I am not a sheep waiting to be prodded by my shepherd. I am a lion, and I refuse to talk, to walk, to sleep with the sheep. The slaughterhouse of failure is not my destiny. I will persist until I succeed. Hey, thanks for tuning into this podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Carter, and it's safe to say that I am obsessed with the entrepreneurial mindset. Whether awake or asleep, I am constantly thinking about how to think like an entrepreneur. The idea and the premise is this. I believe wholeheartedly that if we can train ourselves to think like an entrepreneur— And by the way, this involves choosing how to think. It involves choosing how to think and choosing what to think. And if we immerse ourselves in the mindset inherent in entrepreneurship, we will be more poised for success regardless the walk of life that we are in. Now, we might go out and start a business and actually do entrepreneurship, but I would argue that in any area of our life, in our physical health, in our relationships, in our vocation, in our finances, in every area... Thinking and acting like an entrepreneur will bring more success. That success will lead to fulfillment, and fulfillment will lead to a sense of purpose. And ultimately, that will create a meaningful life. Look, I believe this wholeheartedly that I tell it to everybody that I come into contact with, whether it's students that I'm teaching, whether it's teachers that I'm coaching, whether it's administrators that I'm talking to, business owners, uh, employees, whoever it is, even my own children, although they do get pretty tired of it. No matter who it is, I believe we need to spread the message of the attributes that make up the entrepreneurial mindset. Attributes like growth mindset, like grit, like redefining failure and seeking opportunity. Out of these come ideas and concepts that address problems and solve issues and bring about a world beyond our dreams and imagination. Okay, so that's a lot of fanciful talk, but let me get down to the heart of it. Ideas are at the core of entrepreneurship, and we are on a regular basis in pursuit of new ideas, new concepts, whether we're trying to dream them up or whether we're trying to manufacture them or come up with solutions. Ideas are at the core of it, and this involves creativity and innovation. It also involves searching for these new ideas. Recently, I came across the famous quote from Ivan Pavlov that states, If you want new ideas, read old books. Well, that is so good, I have to repeat it. If you want new ideas, read old books. I think sometimes we become so obsessed with the new and the shiny and the recently released and the newly published that we forget that there are timeless truths and key principles that we can live our life by in books of the past. 
Now, you can go as far back as you want. You can go back and read Plato and you can read, you know, uh, Shakespeare and all these famous works of literature. I, however, have found quite a few principles in the so-called success literature of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And one of these books is no other than Og Mandino's The Greatest Salesman in the World. Now, I am a huge fanboy of some of the greatest professional development speakers and coaches of all time. People like Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins. And when you listen to these individuals, they will, on a regular basis, mention books that they have read and talked about how influential those books are in their life. I believe books, the reading of books. And when I say reading of books, I do mean the physical turning of pages or listening to the audiobook. Also incredibly valuable. Turning your car into an automobile university. I believe reading books to be key to the entrepreneurial mindset. If we're going to think like an entrepreneur, we have to constantly be in search of new ideas. We have to be taking in. We have to be immersing ourselves with content. And that content, the most valuable content, can be found in some of these old books. Now, if you go and pick up a copy of Og Mandino's The Greatest Salesman in the World or Acres of Diamonds by Russell Conwell or Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill or even The Greatest Man in Babylon, you're going to immediately be faced with a little bit of a dilemma, which is, this is an old book. It's old. Now, some of you listening might say, hey, it's not that old, right? It's not even older than I am. But the point is, it is old by the standards in our society, a society fixated on the new. It's an old book, but inside it are timeless truths. Now, on a recent podcast episode, I mentioned the phrase killers of time, and I actually inaccurately attributed this quote to Napoleon Hill, when in fact it comes from Og Mandino. Allow me to explain. In Mandino's book, it tells a story, and and by the way, many of these books revolve around fable. Fables are incredible when it comes to driving home important truths. Think about some of the greatest books that you've enjoyed, books, maybe even recent books like Patrick Lencioni's books, fables when told in the form of a story that drive home an important truth or principle are things that we remember, things that we can walk away with. They're actionable because they come in a pill that is easy and fun to swallow, such is the case with Mandino's book. In this story, we have a character who's been granted these famous ancient scrolls and is searching for the person that he should gift them to. These scrolls purport to teach someone how to become truly the greatest salesman in the world. So their content is, of course, incredibly valuable and will lead to a life of riches and success beyond wild imagination. And thus the story continues. And peppered throughout the story are the principles contained in the scrolls. Amazing principles. At the core of all these is the overarching principle, I will persist until I succeed. Now, I love this principle. If you listen to me long enough, I can't help but talk about grit and resilience. And these attributes are based on that principle of persist. I will persist until I succeed. Notice it doesn't say if Maybe, hopefully, no, it says, it says until, until, which implies when it implies it is going to happen. 
This is an attribute that is sadly lacking in our society. We are quick to give up. We are quick to pivot. We are quick to change the course or or change the route altogether as opposed to persisting. Now, this doesn't mean that we persist in something that is never going to work. It does mean that we have to alter the course. It does mean we have to understand where we're going and how we might have to calibrate the compass and all of that. But persistence is key. Now, coupled with that is another principle. We have to avoid the killers of time. Mandino's narrator actually words it more strongly than that. It states, I will avoid with fury the killers of time. Look, let's be honest. We all have killers of time in our life. For many of us, it's probably social media. Look, I'm going to call myself out here with some vulnerability. I am, uh, let's just say, a regular user of Facebook Reels or YouTube Shorts, right? The kind of thinking that goes into the social media feed where you watch these quick, short little videos and they're captivating and they're interesting and they kill time. Think about that phrase, killers of time. This doesn't say users of time or spenders of time. It's killers. Because once gone, that time is dead. The principle at play here is we can choose to invest our time rather than spend our time. And if we spend our time with the killers of time, we are losing that time. It goes on to say, I will waste not a moment. Those moments are precious. They make up the moments of our life. And if we waste the moments, we waste our life. And we cannot do that. We cannot accept that. We have to say, this day, I will drink every minute to its full. In these books of old, these books of long time past, and by the way, Mandino's book is from 1968, so it's not like it was written in 1700, but in these old books, we can find new ideas that when we apply them can dramatically change the course of our lives for the better. 